Yeah. Seriously, consciously just look at that. How in God's name could that even be good for you in any way <laughs> other than the only thing that it's actually doing is fulfilling a volume thing for your stomach? I do like the jersey, bro. Like, yeah, you like, you like my jersey? Makes me a little sad. Me too. Rest in peace, hey, Kong. Check it out. Here, start over again. It's, this time, Mike, shut the fuck up. Oh, sorry. <laughs> 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 Man, we should just leave it. Hey, welcome going. back to Impulsive, <laughs> the number one podcast in the world. Thank you guys for listening, watching, viewing, subscribing. If you're not subscribed, hit that fucking button. We've been on a roll. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, yeah. dude. Our last our last week of podcast has been absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. By far the best week we've ever had. So much. Uh, raw energy like in J- Jake Paul we were making a joke Jake Paul my brother has this series Jake Paul uncut but like truly the real uncut energy and drama is here on impulsive and it's literally like uncut like we don't cut and you see it all and we hope you guys like it um, last episode as we all know got a little heated crazy um, with Evan our roommate dwarf mom and with you guys with me and Evan specifically, or with me and you, Mike? You and Mike. Uh, well, me and Mike fight all the time. Yeah. Evan's a lot. Oh, sorry. Can I can I talk? Sure. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I okay, see thanks. what's happening. Okay. <laughs> hey, guys. What's up? Logan gave me the A-OK to speak today. So, uh, welcome back to the podcast. <laughs> it's been crazy. It's You're been absolutely nuts. right. It's been nuts, dude. Um, but uh, if you saw the episode... It, it was, smells like diarrhea, by the way. We, what's we started new? the podcast with this last time. What's new? It always smells like poop. It smells like a dog shit. You're repeating yourself. That's, that's very possible, man. I mean, we talked. I didn't about actually because first time I said diarrhea. Ah, <laughs> uh, true. So yeah, Evan and I had we had a little intervention, um, both for him and then also we kind of cleared the energy between um, him and I a little bit. And even after the podcast, because again we did get very deep. And like I told him, I could have cried during the podcast. I just didn't. Um, but you did after. I did. I, my eyes watered up. No tears were shed. But yeah, it was it was very emo- was. Well, I mean, what was I crying? Did in I, the in the studio, yeah, one hundred percent. You were emotional for sure. But yeah, but did a tear come out of my eye? I think I might have seen one, bro. Really? I, kinda, I think I might have seen one. Oh, okay. I kind of want to cover that piece that we talked about in there that I didn't get a chance to mention, yeah. which was so we had it. We had it. Uh, let me preface: we had yeah. an hour debrief after the after like the internet shit. We we hopped back onto the real life train, and we wanted to just unpack everything that we talked about in the very emotional two and a half hour podcast with Evan. There, there was a lot of points yesterday for people watching who might have been able to relate to being lost like Evan feels. There were a lot of points where we were, it, me included, we were making these little um, tweaks that he can make, like be more positive or do this or do that. And uh, I made a point in the studio, which was I was able to relate to Evan with that feeling of being completely lost, depressed, and just completely out of the game. Zero percent, nothing in the tank. And a lot of those... Uh, people that have depression can relate to this because a lot of those little tweaks feel like band-aids for someone who's on fire. And I think Evan has felt for a while now, like completely confused, completely lost and unsure about how to go forward with his life. Um, And so we had to stop putting band-aids on him and saying, Hey man, if you look at the bright side, like, those things just bounce right off people like that. They just bounce off like they have Teflon on. You use the bulletproof vest yeah, uh, of depression, analogy, which I like. 
And so, yeah. we, and so where we netted out with him was as opposed to giving him these little takeaways, we gave him five very large steps. Like immediate action items yeah. that he could take. And I, 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 when you were saying this yesterday um, in, the, in the studio, I, was, I loved it, man. I fell in love with what you were saying because I think, I think anyone mm-hmm. can follow these steps and um, almost immediately turn around your life in a second. Do you want to say them? You came up with them. If you're depressed and you're using depressants, it's making your life harder. It's just making your life harder. Evan, I mean- we can say Evan yeah. loves weed. Evan loves weed. He has a, a, a weed is go-to drug. I have no problem with weed. If you use it responsibly and it works for you, it doesn't work for Evan. It's a heavy depressant. He smokes it all day. He plays video games. Step one, stop, stop smoking weed. weed. Step two, alcohol is another depressant. I said, Evan, you don't drink that much. So I don't want to take that away from you completely. If you want to have go out and party one night a week, fine. Cut down on alcohol. Maybe one night a week. If you can't keep it at that, then, then cut it out completely. Step two, no alcohol. Step yep. three, or cut down. Step three, Stop playing video no games. No more video games. After yesterday's meeting, he took his PS4 out of his room, boxed it up. It's not in his room anymore. Yep. He was sitting, smoking, playing video games all day. Now two of those things are completely removed from his life. The, the rule was, we told Evan, if, if you make money off of video games, you got it. Fine. But unless you're not making money, literally there is zero value added to your life. Cut it. Step four, now that you're feeling better because you've cut out the depressants and the video games and your head is getting clear, join us in the gym every day. Get some fitness going. Fitness is the first step to greatness. Get on the tread. Do whatever you can based on your pain thresholds. He talked about dwarfism and and, and the effects of working out on the bones a little bit. Whatever you can do comfortably, get in there, sweat, get a deep breath. And guess where he was this morning? With me working out in the gym at 10, 15 a.m. I was so happy. Step five, one creative release per day. I don't care if it's a concept for a vlog, a concept for a sketch, whatever, just start using that brain creatively and getting that stuff cooking because you literally are Evan in the best place in the entire world here at the house with us. And if you just make a few easy steps, not easy, but if you make a few quick action steps, your life is going to go. Pew. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That was deep, bro. It was, you, you slayed it. Great, great five action items. That's why I love Mike. Like real, realistically as moronic as he is, the dude has so much wisdom and um, life experience that we can all benefit and learn from. So mm-hmm. I really appreciate that on Thanks, behalf bro. of Evan and Thank for you. myself. Same. And bro, we've we've experienced it, bro. In this house, we've all been addicted to video games. Yeah, uh, us true. four, us and Andre. Oh, it was bad. It was we would play six to eight hours a day. Fortnite. We'd all just That's, sit in the room, and it always started like this. It was one of you two usually. It'd be like. Yeah, you want to run one game? And we're like, yeah. Uh, it was everybody. All right. Andre, I, I, Andre, me, bro. Andre, with the least addictive personality of everyone in this house, he was definitely number one. Well, he, he you, you are susceptible to video games. He's told me he was addicted to World of Warcraft before, just like uh, me. Oh, dude, I was mad addicted to video games. That's a serious thing. Like, where, where is the cutoff where addiction and like value comes in? I think this is a huge thing with e-gaming. Yeah. Yeah. Like, does that, do you guys know? Video, like, game, addic- a video game addiction just became a, uh, a, what's it, what's the DSM? Word? Like it's an actual it's medical. A, it's a, yeah. It's disorder. a medical disorder now. Yes. Yes. Um, which is interesting, but we found li- the best way to stop was to cold Turkey, <laughs> cut it completely. We've completely stripped the video game room of any remnants of technology. And it looks like a, a bomb went off in there because it's no longer used for that. And it helped us, dude. Look at us. Yeah. Now we're on the number one podcast in the world. That's it's incredible. True. And views true. are up across all channels. It's really yeah. just great. Yeah. All right. Let's bring in our guest who's awesome. And Down. hopefully he can uh, touch on this conversation a little bit because he focuses on health, wellness, specifically through the use of food. Hey, this guy's a superstar. Ladies and gentlemen, 
He's the first ever health and wellness expert to be coined a superfood hunter. They even call him the Indiana Jones of superfood. He's the founder of the health and wellness company Super Life and the author of the book Super Life, the five forces that will make you healthy, fit, and eternally awesome. It's Darren Olean. There we go. What's up? Oh my God, yeah. What's up? A lot of value add coming. I can feel it. Yep. This is a special guy right here. I went to his house. Uh, where where was the house again? In Malibu, Malibu, just south of Canaan. It was a. It was me and Spencer went uh, yeah. about I don't know six. No, probably eight eight to ten months ago. And um, Darren briefed us a little bit on on what he did. And truly, like a magical human being right now. Um, heartbroken to find out the house burned down in the Malibu fire. Correct. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it was uh, it was a punch for sure. And I was out of the country. Filming a, a TV project and um, was that I, the one with? I oh, can't say that. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, Whoops. Should, should I cut that? Yeah, you should. I, 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 it's for someone important, but it, well, you it, can it, redact it. Yeah, yeah, redact it. It was with a dude. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I found out that the fire had started, hmm. but then literally on the Amazon River, no cell reception in the jungle. I'm just sitting there praying. Uh, okay, my house is cool. It's been around for a long time. It's probably yeah. still there. And then when I got back, um, I got the news and had 150 text messages and then saw the pictures that my neighbors took. Oh, my God. And it was everything was wiped out. Gnarly. Where do you even begin to rebuild both <laughs> mentally and literally your house? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's uh, you know, you have to take it straight on and not avoid the grief. Um, so I was away for a few more days and it's kind of, you know, honestly, it's a shell shock. You don't, there's no context for it, you know, other than having a father that passed away, this was, you know, next in line to just a devastation. And then in the back of my mind, as I'm on the plane, I'm like, oh, uh, I don't have a pillow. I don't have a house. I don't have a place to go to after three and a half months on the road too. Um, and then all of that's kind of setting in and then the back of my mind, I'm like, something had to have survived I like something, yeah. maybe a motorcycle, maybe yeah. a barn, maybe a, the guest house, maybe a car, <laughs> no, no, uh, nothing. No, no, no. Nothing. Really? Like it was annihilated. Oh my God. Damn. Oh my God. Not even the electric dirt bike. It melted. There was no oh sign of it. It God. was a, it was a river of aluminum. <sighs> There was not even a wheel, a spoke, uh, nothing. It was like Chernobyl. So the, great show, by the way. <laughs> yeah, have you been watching it? I, I, I've <laughs> friends of mine have been telling me it's apparently a great. It's show. incredible. Yeah, it's a great show. But anyways, you don't way ask. better than Black Mirror. By the way. <laughs> so were you on the on the way back? Uh, if you don't mind me asking, were were things going through your head? Like, what did I actually lose in there? Of of like you know, irreplaceable value. Yeah. I mean, obviously, but you know, when I saw the house, the picture from a friend of mine, uh, it was clear that there was nothing there. So literally nothing, literally no, like every father heirloom and mother ring. Oh my God. All of all and every hard drive. Cause at the end of the day, you know, my last ditch effort, Hey, if the fire comes on that day before I knew, I knew it started. I say that, told my neighbors run and grab these hard drives and they couldn't do it because uh, they left them through a wall of fire um, and they just made it out. 
So literally nothing oh was, was it, 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 it is, uh, it's been the most intense year of my life without a doubt. So, <clears throat> so like, how do you replace all that? I, I'm sure like some of the most valuable stuff is the knowledge you've gained from your entire yeah. Yeah. career. Do you have to go back and kind of recreate some of that or, well, or is this challenging you in a good way? Yeah, I mean, I mean, honestly, as weird as it sounds, I was already through the grief. I was already getting these flickers of inspiration. Almost held it to myself because I didn't want to tell people because it was, I was starting to see the silver lining, and I was like, well, I've always wanted to do this, that, and the other thing. I always wanted to really do the permaculture. I really wanted to do the 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 power generation completely through all the tech people I know mm -hmm. through all the weird scientists to, to really start to create uh, an, an aspect of living that is really supporting our freedoms, freedom of food, freedom of water, freedom of, of generating power and freedom of shelter. Mm -hmm. So it really just threw me into that in a big way. And I've, it changed my life. And I, and I, as, as weird as it sounds, I wouldn't change a thing. I really mm. wouldn't. Uh, it's, it's, it's set a tone and a fire in me that it's not getting put, put out. You're an know? optimist, man. Yeah. And, and quite literally now you can become the Phoenix that rises from the ashes. For sure. Uh, it's just so weird. Cause like, I, like I said, I was in the house and, and, and when I heard about it, I remembered it was in sort of like the, it was at the bottom of a hill in an extremely wooded, a dry wood area. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of people underestimate just exactly how powerful those wildfires were. Like, what was the stat that the speed at which they were moving was like three football, football fields, fields a minute? A minute. Yeah. 80 miles an hour. Yeah. yeah. Like, you can't, Crazy. you can't outrun it, even if you're in a car. It's. <clears throat> I had some engineers saying there's certain metal that they saw, iron that they saw starting to melt. They said there's the only way that that is possible yeah, what's the melting point as is it's near nearing 2000 degrees oh so you know there's nothing that nothing. was gonna survive. where have you been after where'd you would you get would you like where'd you move after that yeah where, where are you friends now? man i've been friends couch surfing? guest house guest house in malibu i mean I, I certainly wasn't slumming it but it, but i've been out of a suitcase for seven months some of those malibu guest houses are actually bigger than this house nine thousand square feet i've been in some of those things dude they're like the maids quarters are in the back they're like we'll take you in the golf cart and you just drive like down a little driveway but the thing with that the thing that's blaringly obvious with something like this is you know, it's as cliche to say, but literally experiencing the value of connection and friendship and community, that is by far the currency that is the most valuable here. We had a breathwork session about a week and a half Ooh. ago. And you, I mean, you can imagine Mike in a breathwork session, right? Like no one thought he'd be able to do it, but he did. He did. And he came out with the revelation that uh, what human connection is the most important the only thing that matters. The only thing that matters. In the whole world. In the whole world. Human connection. So, and, and starting with yourself first. Yeah, for that, sure. That, mm -hmm. I, got a, first. I got a heater for you. This. Um, Dropping a heater. Yeah, I'm going to ask. <laughs> was that house tied up in the divorce that you have going on? No. It wasn't. Okay. No. So you have a pretty high profile divorce that just happened with Eliza Coop, right? From Happy Endings. Is it right? 
I don't know how high profile, but it's it, it happens. high profile enough to make people people magazine. <laughs> it's pretty pretty high profile. Well, so yeah, I mean, yeah, we were at the end of uh, 2018. We decided to to break it off, and uh, and yeah, so it it set, it had a hell of a setup, you know. So <sighs> that was you know exercising that decision with the the show the TV, the Netflix show mm-hmm. that I'll stay ambiguous on at this point, um, coupled with the crescendo of losing everything. House, yeah. Yeah. Wild. And, and the cool thing is that Eliza was one of the first people when I was in the Amazon or yep. when I was in the, a city within the, the jungle with reception, she was the first person that called after eight months <laughs> oh, of that not is cool. speaking. And and just to our work alone after the the pain of a divorce, um, we're great friends now. That's very cool. It's wild how that happens, how someone that you go through a really like sometimes painful breakup with and you start to like doubt or even question their loyalty to you as a friend post that breakup. And then when something bad happens, they are calling. And it, I've had that happen in relationships. I, I, in can, the past. I can relate to it too. Um, it's wild. With, with, with Tokyo, Chloe was the first person to call me, and we had been broken up for not as long. It was like a, a week or so, but it was a brutal breakup. Um, but okay, the, the, the good news is that if this were to happen to anyone, I mean, you are the guy who focuses on replenishing health, wellness. Um, revitalizing all through food. You're the super food hunter. So if we want to switch gears a little bit, can you talk about what it is you do? You're what is a super food hunter? I have a I have a picture here of you looking like a a guy just looking at food. Yeah. Look at this guy. <laughs> That's chocolate. That's a cacao. This pot. is chocolate. Really? There's chocolate inside there. Yeah. Oh my god. That's so what drink. we drank before our breathing session. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? really yeah, yeah. They gave us cacao. cacao. Yeah. Like real cacao. It yeah. opens a heart opener and yeah. a brain enhancer. So uh, if you don't you know, strip it and then add a bunch of sugar to it. Um, well, I mean, I think, you know, listen, my roots are middle America. I'm, I'm a blue collar kid from Minnesota. Mm -hmm. Uh, I had a father that was an ag professor at the university of Minnesota. My cousins are ranchers to this day. So at the end of the day, when I started looking into foods and, and really starting to be fascinated, fascinated by them, um, that started from college, obviously with the degrees and stuff and being hurt playing college football. You were good, right? I remember yeah, good, l- good linebacker, enough. right? Uh, fullback. 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 You're yeah. a big guy real quick. How much, yeah. how much do you weigh and how tall are you? I'm six foot. I maybe I can hover tell. around 205. Darren's yoked. Oh, look at this guy. <laughs> look at this guy. Just ready to catch a ball at a moment's notice. <laughs> or a co- cacao plant. <laughs> yeah, a dropping cacao plant that looks like a football. Cool. So yeah, from middle America. So anyway, yeah. The, the So when I started looking into these superfoods that clearly got my attention, there was a fascination between the physiology and the biology of them or the and how they interact and i was like oh wow well well that it's not just food is thy medicine i'm seeing it i'm seeing it happen but then when i started looking at supplements and testing them i was like wow this the quality is horrible and why are people formulating in this way from food to supplements and so when i actually took that on to be like there's some stuff i know now um, that I'm going to find out about. And so not just sitting behind Google searches and research, I started jumping on the planes to meet the farmers, to understand quality control, to understand how these people take something that's been used for tens of thousands of years. That was Logan. 
Just sorry about that. So he always forgets his sons. <laughs> Let's take a moment of silence. For I think he might be removed from the show now. No, I, think. I don't no, think we can good. ever have him back. Sorry about my colleague. Yeah, I understand. He's got other things that are important. <laughs> Yeah, it was um, somebody calling from the Amazon a new plant. That that's a super, super cool. plant. We'll we'll talk about that All later. Right. Um, so anyway, it, it was really the innocence of if I really want to understand it, I have to look in the eyes of the people. Going back to relationships, I have to understand how they're using these plants and how they're using them now in the modern day world, as opposed to something that traditional Chinese medicine or Ayurveda has been using 10, 20 thousand years mm -hmm. how are they using it now how are they preparing it and how is that quality then coming to the person to us and and doing the job that it's supposed to how how do i know that by picking up that some supplement of that turmeric is it really that the active compounds with the curcumins and the tumorones the things are, that are <clears throat> studied scientifically how do i actually know so i went to the amazon i went high in the himalayas i went to the jungles and and just out of the innocence of doing that it wasn't to coin any term mm. that came by way of you know i think a business week article 10 years ago uh. and 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 it was really that oh no one's it doesn't seem like anyone's doing this i don't get it like how do you not want to understand where your food's coming from and your supplements we make it so important and all of us will be duped by a good marketing story yeah no one really knows and so the more i was looking under the hood in the industry literally there and knowing who's growing it what they're growing the more i realized oh my god this is the wild west we what did you what if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation where it's not about mission statements but a shared mission at u.s customs and border protection we go beyond to protect more than borders from ship to shore air to ground Cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. What did you discover? Like when you Are we look being at poisoned by bullshit? A lot. In the food yeah. we eat? <clears throat> yeah. God damn. Yeah. What about yeah. the positive effects that are promised from the supplements we take? And and what's well, like turmeric, for example? Or like a whey, a whey protein. All right. Anything really. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it, you, there's so many factors to look at. Like, oh, you know, where is it coming from? Who's growing it? Uh, how are they preparing it? How are they standardizing it? Um, and how are they getting it into that capsule or into that powder and all of those things? So there's a million steps in that process. And is it is it being affected by the modern day issues of heavy metals or exposure mm. to other things. So am I getting more toxic uh, aspects from our modern day pollution? Um, but I'm, I'm trying to go for health here, but I'm, but I'm getting exposed to heavy metals and all these other things. So people don't know. And very few companies are actually doing the testing themselves. Know the farmers, know the whole line of of custody, custody yeah. that that it that it takes uh and these things are you know under the governing systems of good manufacturing practices and HACCP certifications and quality control certifications and doing all the tests and the microbiological and heavy metal stuff it's very easy 
you could call a manufacturer now and say, Hey, I want to create Logan Paul supplements. And you could do that. We don't have to. They call us every, every day, right. every day. Hey, we've got your new product ready for you. Logan Paul product is ready to go. Right. We Logan, we're going to do, we're going to do Maverick cheeseburgers. That was on the, on the agenda. one. <laughs> Thank you, Valor. Appreciate it. Bro. My question, my, my question, my, I guess my question Darren, is, uh, like, Jesus, God, what have I, what have I, I entered? Do you, uh, it's going to get worse by the way. Good it's luck. getting way, way worse than this. Uh, do you, in, so I'm just trying to understand better. I, I understand what you've done, uh, in your own exploration, going and do your own research, which to me, would you call that uh, a privilege that you've been able to do that? Cause I'm trying to understand how it applies to the everyday human, right? Like most people, they go to work nine to five, they go home, they take care of their kids that have been drawing on the walls, whatever, yeah. you know, they, they fall, lay down in bed for a second. They pass out, they wake up, they do it again. So they can't go to the Amazon, right? Or maybe they yeah. can. I, I, that's my question. Like, what do you want people in everyday society to be doing to look at their what they're ingesting? Exactly. Well, that's that's voting with the, your hard-earned dollars, right? So that's understanding companies. To the best of your ability, we need to support the companies that are conscious, consciously being conscious consumerism, right? So are they being transparent? Are they letting you know of the tests that they're doing, of where the source is coming from, or is it just a marketing spin? You know, I've developed some very successful products, so at least I can speak to those and and we can stand behind them and understand that transparency. So what I want for people is to start questioning this stuff. Just because it's on the shelves does not mean we have to be our own policing of this stuff. We really do because... The FDA and all of these other things, A, they don't have the resources. And number two, if they do have the resources, they have a million conflicts of interest uh, within their researchers and and within, you know, getting paid off and all of this stuff. And I've talked to some of the uh, PhDs going directly into them. So it's not to make that uh, the agency, the evil empire, but they're not an agency that's looking out for us. It's again, the whole thing of like, I always look at it like we have to take responsibility for yourself in our life, right? So if you're opening your mouth and ingesting something, then do your homework, uh, understand that you're opening yourself up of trust, um, that you might be exposed to unwanted particulates, uh, mm. glyphosate, heavy metals, PCBs dioxins, neonicotinoids. What about the like people that say, things. I'm going to eat this food because I'm going to get exposed to neonicotinoids anyways. You know what I'm saying? Like, are, are we, are we going to get bombed with heavy metals, whether we eat the right foods or not? I mean, that's like saying, um, well, the bomb already blew up, so I'm not even going to move away. Leave, I'm yeah, just going to. Yeah. You know, so my, my thing is there, there's there's a term that a great scientist friend of mine told me, and it's called fatal conveniences. We're surrounded by them. Oh, my God. Yeah. Right. Yep. So uh, our phone, stick it up to our <laughs> phone. It messes with our RNA and our DNA and screws up the protein configurations. And, and that radiation is not good for us. The phone? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. The phone's, yeah. the phone's radiating? Phones are in my DNA. We know an anti-radiation case. Nice. A- anti-radiation case. Nice, my producer no. Dylan has an anti-radiation case. And that's it's and that's helpful. And that's great for the radiation helpful. and helpful. helpful, but I mean, we this is 
similarly to food and, and people like you beginning to study them and probably what the 80s and not like when did you start getting into studying foods later um, than that? The not late in the 90s? 90s. Okay. Yeah. So at some point in the next 10 years, or maybe it's happening now, people start to really look into what these things are doing, whether yeah. it's radiation. Oh, no. oh, that scares me. Or whether it's being the the effect of being glued to a small screen yeah. and that effect on your psyche and your brain. Right. The and bl- the blue yeah. light and all of that yeah, light yeah. that's that's messing with our circadian rhythms. The blue light. Right? <clears throat> and so that's a that's a those are big issues. So so cell phones the easiest fatal convenience. The other ones is going to the grocery store, sticking coming back to food again. We mm-hmm. hey, this has got a great label. A friend of mine's eating this, so therefore I'm eating it. And um it, it's not organic. It it but it but it looks like it should be. And so I'm going to eat it. And okay, now I've just ingested glyphosates, which is an antibiotic, which is tearing up the digestive system. And then over time, it's chronically, we're getting exposed. So the convenience of it, go to the store, buy your food, go home. Is is fast food like the ultimate toxin? Is that is that basically consuming poison? The quick answer is yeah. I mean, the 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 second phase of that is, from my point of view, if you don't, come with a degree of consciousness with what you're eating, what you're doing, choices you're making, there's there's consequences to it. Mm-hmm. So so my thing is I don't need people to do exactly what I'm doing, but I want them to start questioning their reality. Start questioning, oh, it kind of does make sense. This is a this is a, a a frequency device. We are biologically we're frequency generators mm. we're receiving frequencies all the time so we're always trying to harmonize with frequencies well electronics and cell phones are completely we can't we can't synergize with them are you saying this is going to give me cancer this iphone it, i'm i'm not going to say that but it's it's disrupting us well let's, i did airdrop today i did an airdrop today and it hit me what the fuck is airdrop how yeah, does like, that do work? how many people have probably gotten hit by airdrops? Airdrop. Like when you send 35 Just right fo- in the midst. Yeah. Cancer. <laughs> really, how can you get files from one phone to the other through the fucking air? Imagine if that was real life. I'll and take it- this $100,000 impulsive chain right now. Imagine if not only was it cloned, <laughs> it just appeared in Spencer's hands. Holy shit, wow. that's an airdrop. How did that happen? So yeah, it's terrifying. And more, it's, and more, it's so, terrifying. And more so than just the radiation, I think the things that, that are... We, we know are happening too. like not like the things that might happen in 10 years. We know that like counts and people wanting to post every day and looking at their friends posts is creating a competition and a horrible effect on self-esteem of children in this country and across the world. 100%, 100%. Like there are the, the amount of effects that will continue to come out of this phone that are negative will just continue over the next 20 to 30 years. Well, they're making changes, right? Instagram is is getting rid of uh, likes. That's happening. iPhone has a, a nighttime setting where the light turns orange. Yeah. So there's, 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 being, there's things being changed. I think right now what we're getting into is it, it just pays to actually do your homework. It pays yeah. to do that research and pays to be ahead of the curve instead of waiting until Someone you're diagnosed with something yeah. or you have cancer. It's like, let's go back into prevention and pay attention to that. Yeah, it's the whole idea that we're expecting corporations and companies to have our best interest. Is that truly? No, they don't. They don't. They don't. Right. Yeah. So intuitively, we already know that. 
right? It's a matter of following that up with action. So for me, when I was out running around all these places and the more I'd look, the more I'd be like, wow, no one knows this. No one knows that all of that material is exposed to heavy metals and all of it in terms of an ingredient is, is I don't care who's using it. That's the source of it. And it's affecting all of us and no one knows about it. Doesn't and know. And, and also a question, a balance of doesn't know and a big old it, bunch of people that don't, don't care. care. Don't right. care. Yeah. Big old bunch of people that don't care. Like California prop 63. Everywhere. 65. 65. Yeah. Sorry. 63 something. Is that weed? 65. So everywhere Probably. you look, <laughs> there's a sign that this thing causes cancer. Yeah. They, they might as well put it on the burgers. We this burger will cause cancer when you eat it. Sure. There's a lot of people out there who are going to unwrap that fucker and stick it in their mouth, dude. And they're going to, and they're going to eat it because it tastes good and more and even more dangerously because it's all they can access. There is a large amount of people in this country who do not have access to healthy foods. Food deserts. Food deserts. We've yeah. all heard of them. What right? do you do? What do you do if you're in a food desert? And so give me an example of what 10 that- miles from you in Kansas city in the projects you live in, there's 50 McDonald's, Burger King's, Wendy's, Jack in the Box, KFCs. There's not one Whole Foods. There's we, not one market. There's yeah. nothing. Where we were at with uh, South Central LA, that's a food yeah, desert. Lots, for sure. Yeah, that, for yeah, sure. For that sure. was a food desert. Yeah. The only thing available to these kids were like hot Cheetos. Yeah, hot Cheetos, chips, chips, chips Takis. Yeah. Crazy. Like Gatorades. Yeah. Well, it's, it's hard to, to understand every person's individual plight. However, I do know that the human spirit, especially coming off of what I've been coming off of, I knew that I know that all of us have the resiliency of a lot more than what we're allowing ourselves. Mm -hmm. And there's stories of inspiration all the time of a kid coming from this and growing his vegetables in, in a, a, you know, nothing more than the, this desk and you can grow vegetables. You can grow. It's, it's about being the advocate for ourselves because I think we're giving our power away so much by, Hey, this is, this is fine water. It's convenient. So I'm not going to look at it. I'm not going to, I, I just want to live. You know, that statement is so interesting and loaded. <laughs> yeah. Because really, so you want to you wanna live in unconsciousness by making a choice that you know is potentially harmful to you. And yet that choice is, is creating a path of non-health. So for me, I like to align everything I can towards... You know, without going crazy, right? For me, I'm I'm a little different than someone else. So I've I've got the water filters. I know where my food's coming from. I've got my supplements dialed. I've done my homework, and it's just about making that great next step for someone. Like, oh wow, I didn't realize having the cell phone up to my head or this water made a difference. I thought water was water. If you can just start to make that effect, because you don't know how good you can feel if you haven't been feeling good. So by making a choice to do something just a little bit better, then you'll have the experience of feeling something different and then give yourself more energy to then make the next step. This goes back to Evan. Yeah. yeah. In a big way. Yeah, absolutely. A couple small steps in the right direction will, will create a ripple effect of momentum. massive it's steps. Momentum. Yeah. And just making the choice. Like, listen, no matter what, with what the information I have today, I am going to affect everyone, make everyone's life better in the wake of me 
And I'm going to also hold myself accountable to doing, I'm going to work out. I'm going to sleep well. I'm going to drink some good water. I'm going to hang out with good friends and I'm going to take action towards the step to the things that I want to create in the world. That alone, they know that that is one of the most life-giving things you can do is move towards your heart, move, move towards your passion. Physiologically, that is a huge step. So there's a lot of things we can do, but I think living on purpose is also largely underrated as well. What do you, what do you think about the opportunities that come with a more conscious consumption lifestyle? Because like your, your family's more based in like traditional agriculture. So we're seeing corporations now more than ever buying up farms and like the, the, the mom and pop vibe across America is, is really, it's been yeah. disappearing. So something that I've seen is that there's so many opportunities on the, on the side of being plant-based or just more conscious with your food. Yeah. How do you, do you see that same trend? Yeah. Well, there's some really cool things going on in that space because, you know, the work of Dr. Zach Bush and uh, Farmer's Footprint. So that what they found out is if farmers in the traditional sense are monocropping using heavy glyphosates and pesticides and herbicides, their yields have been going down from the beginning. Right. But they're handcuffed by subsidies of the government and all these things. But what they've been finding out. Is sorry, that, what's, so, sorry to interrupt you. What's the yeah. point of them using these things that lower their yields? But, just so it, I understand. But they they're not doing it in that sense. Okay. They were told that this is the way okay, okay. we're going to help subsidize and use these pesticides and these herbicides and your yields will be stable and get better. But the truth is the real data is showing the opposite. Okay, sorry. So okay. now they're they're subject to kind of being in this place where they have no choice because their field now is full of chemicals. But but with what Farmers Footprint are doing, Dr. Zach Bush, is what they found is if they regenerate the land, diversify some of the growing support the microflora, the fungi, and all of these things. And the soil comes back fairly quickly. And in the first year, they're finding that these farmers are, their yields are increasing and they're profiting in the first year. The goal then, I think they've gotten to a million acres of regenerative agriculture of traditional monocrop farmers. And the goal is 5 million acres. And then of that 5 million acres, it sequesters all of the CO2 that the U.S. is producing, so it helps. Wow. So that because that's that's the heart of real regenerative nature. So if you live in accordance with nature, nature is resilient, like incredibly resilient. Similarly to like the brain, it, it rebuilds for sure. And, and it's like us living on pharmaceuticals or whatever in the spirit of health. You're never going to get healthy that way. And those things have their place to maybe get you to a point of stability. But if you're not moving towards the regeneration of yourself and building from the microflora to the healthy water, to the good sleep, to the good food, to the superfoods, to adaptogenic herbs, to the things that thwart some of the stress, if you're not moving in that direction, then you're just constantly behind the eight ball. And Behind the eight ball just means eventually there's degeneration that's going on and there's, you know, open yourself up to disease. So it's really about supporting yourself through small steps and then building that system 
building your system to align with the things that we know is possible. And, and getting back to the small communities, I think that if we inspire and at least give an opportunity for kids like this who are in less, uh, you know, opportunistic areas, kids, man, they will, they will pop into a new reality a lot quicker than some of the archaic of course, people. Yeah. So, you know, uh, you know, that, and that's, that's a hell of a situation that they find themselves in. But I know that nature and our bodies are resilient beyond our imagination. I was, I was talking to a, a company a while back, probably two years ago, that was going to start sending these refrigerated locker units to the middle of projects. And every day they would make a fresh delivery of vegetable, of produce and all different things to this. And you'd have a locker key and you would order what you want and it would show up. So I think people are, I don't know if it ever came to fruition. I've never seen one. I think people are starting to take the steps to make it better, but I haven't seen it. We still haven't seen any kind of massive it, it, play. It's just expensive, you know? right? Yeah, like, yeah. like I often think yep. about like why school cafeterias still serve like quite Pizza literally just like shit, shit like yeah. absolute shit. And it's just, it's cheap and it's an easy solution. Man, I think the whole education system in general just needs to be completely 180 course, flipped on its head. For sure. Well, when you you were talking about subsidies, and I pulled up, the government spends $38 billion each year to subsidize meat and dairy, which is the majority of what's in schools right now, but only 0.04% of that, $17 million, to subsidize fruit and vegetables. Yeah. So $17 million versus $38 billion. That's what our government right now is is doing. That's why meat's cheaper than vegetables. That's, that's why we're at where like we're at. kids like pizza more than lettuce. Well, they're bred to like, yeah, yeah, they're trained, they're trained to like that. My business partner in Florida has a daughter who's been vegan since birth. She loves green beans, like broccolini, like whatever they're feeding her. She loves because she's never had anything else. I completely she doesn't agree. know another yeah. reality. So she's never going to, you she know, the taste know of all these things. She knows vegan pizza. <laughs> like she knows a healthy nah, alternative. She, know well, the, pizza. she knows it, man. There's also something else that's that's the crazy going on within that very thing, and that is the microbiological system. So the microbes, right? So some people say five to one more more microbiological uh, DNA than we actually have human DNA. So we have all this microbiological. So if you're feeding it. You're training your microbes to, to digest and break down whatever it is you're you're consuming. So you've trained them. So your microbes, your microbes are in your gut, your correct? gut, and yeah. and uh, everywhere okay. on our skin and everything else. And we should always we should mostly stop all the Purell crazy gels and all of that stuff because it's killing the beneficial bacteria as well. So we have all of these microbes, and they are only adapting because they've adapted for millions of years. They're adapting to what you're doing. So you're consuming the meat and the fast food and all that stuff. So now your bacteria has adapted to go, okay, this is the environment I'm in. So that's going to promote these, this other kind of bacteria to thrive and call it bad bacteria. So now they want to survive. So there's evidence to show that that bacteria actually is calling out to you and saying, I need more of that. And you think it's your choice. You think I crave it mm. when in fact the microbes that are highly intelligent in terms of life survival oh, no. is actually 
sending signals to your body. These little that. fuckers. These dude. motherfuckers. Are you vegan? I am. No. All right. So a couple. So vegan. No booze. No. Uh, any herbal treatment? <laughs> no. Okay. Not not in the way you're insinuating. Okay. Uh, what about like psychedelics, any of that kind of stuff? I've done yeah. uh, in the early late '90s. I did ayahuasca. What was I? Several times. I had one more. I'm just trying to get a better read on uh, what about pH uh, improved water. I, I think he's on it. You do alkaline water. Yeah, that's a it's a massive topic. Uh, it's not just about pH. There's a lot of different. Incredible. I think, that's, I think that's alkaline water. Yeah, that's Kangen yeah. 8.5. Can you yeah. taste it? We, we have it here at the house. Yeah, yeah. But do you shower in it as well? Because uh, Andre does. Andre yeah. won't shower in regular water. Andre if you bring that kid to a, that yeah. lightning water. Bring him to a music festival, he brings Andre. a Kangen machine with him and he hooks it up next to the stage. And it goes, well, rah, rah, rah. Kangen's okay. I mean, it's addressing <laughs> a couple. Oh, shit. Oh, oh okay. shit. His favorite thing every morning is when he hears Kangen water, 9.0. pH is just like saying one spoke is good on the wheel. It's just one spoke. So it, you, it, it, That's why you fell off the one wheel, because you had that fucked up spoke. <laughs> pH is an indicator of something, right? right. So, yes, you want to be 7.0 to 7.365. You want to be in that zone. Wait, whoa. I'm, I'm doing. Drinking, I'm doing. We're eight, drinking man. way high. Then. I'm doing well, eight. No, he's saying the body. So, so yeah. So well, uh, that's what I'm putting the water in. Am I supposed to be pouring it on the ground? Like, what? What do you mean the body? He's saying your body's pH natural level is seven to seven. Okay. So that, does that make us an acid or a base? No, or, we're neutral. neutral, right? More neutral. Neutral is seven, oh, and then neutral. slightly alkaline is where a body hangs out. Mm. The, it's basically acid alkaline mm. balance. Mm. If you so consider, sorry if I blow a couple paradigms. On your water thing, but I'm not sorry. But no, we're uh, to it. We're to it. So, 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 yes, there's a place for high pH. There's a place for it. There's also a place for acid water. You can take acid water and clean everything, and and everything else. You're not talking about skin LSD and right? stuff. Huh? You're not talking about LSD, right? I'm not. Okay. About. Okay. Great. You said acid water. I was just. Oh, I thought the same so, thing. Okay, I wasn't like drugs. We're, we just moved into microdosing. Hold on. <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen it happen, man. Sure. Yeah. You heard about that Molly water kids yeah, are doing now? We oh. didn't they put tell Molly in the water. Oh. Sip it right up. Next thing you know, everything's great. Hello, Molly. <laughs> great until it's not great, and you come down and everyone dies. Don't, don't do drugs. Ever. Violence isn't the answer. <laughs> that, and just to let you know, yes, there is 200 micrograms of acid. <laughs> <in the water. laughs> we, we apologize. There's not a real color here. This is just what I'm saying. <laughs> Correct. Um, yeah, so the pH, yes, the body likes to hang out in that. There's there's aspects that we can use both sides. But if you're always taking acid water, then your body has to use elements, electrolytes, and bases to support and balance out that part of, of your life, right? So if you're consuming a lot of acid water, then your body has to use other minerals to keep it in balance because it's just an acid alkaline. We're a battery. If you have too much alkaline, not enough, or whatever, your battery doesn't work. And we have how many trillion cells in our bodies are, are batteries. We're electrical electrical beings. So if you have too high of alkalinity all the time, then your body also has to use buffering compounds to balance that out. Now, if you're eating acidic and all protein, uh, especially meat, is acidic. But it's not to say, I'm not saying that everyone in the world has to do what I do, but just be aware. If you're eating high, high protein, then th that's creating an environment 
of acidification. And once you have an environment of acidification, then you're inviting other elements to manifest in your body. So the, the intelligence of a virus, a bacteria, or something floating around that's MRSA is floating around all the time, all the, uh, on us. And if it comes into our being and it deems your environment conducive for it to survive, it will hang out, it will multiply and it will grow. If you are conducting yourself in a way that is uplifting and balancing your body and that same virus bacteria comes into your body and goes, oh, we can't live here. So this is not my home. It's not conducive for me to live. I'm out. And that's really the, the difference between the, the healthcare system. The, a, the AMA was, from my point of view, was developed out of a, a, a wrong premise. The, the AMA is you catch colds. But this, this microbiologic biological guy from France called Anton Bekemp said, listen, you're not catching anything. You're an environment for it or against it, period. But the orators at the time defended this position and ultimately created an incredible situation for pharmaceuticals to live in. And that's our standard system. It's not empowering us to like what you're doing, what you're thinking is also affecting your being. What you're, the actions you're taking is create an environment for health or it's not. Mm-hmm. Really simple. If you look at anything at any time going, this donut or this kale, do I know which one is probably going to give me a healthier life from that moment? Because we live in a moment, don't we? Mm -hmm. And if we add up the donuts over time, guess what that does? Creates an environment. A lot of manifestations of that environment, maybe it's not fat. Maybe people metabolize fat differently and maybe it just creates an environment where cancer now is easily multiplied. So it's really that. And people don't like to hear because it really comes down to the responsibility of us, right? What am I doing every day? Yeah, that's that's what I was going to say to you too. I think like the, the, the bigger like discussion is around behavior and – desire to even want to be receptive to any of this stuff. Like the, the majority of people that I, this is me speaking for myself that I hang around uh, or, or come in contact with day to day. They don't care. They just don't care enough. Like they're, they just don't care. Like if you told them like, they're like, I'm just trying to live. And you said, no, you're not. You're just trying to die. They would be like, all right, but let me die with this double cheeseburger, large fry, some Molly water and a couple of chicks to fuck at the end of the night. And you would say, listen, like, that's not going to promote long-term health for you. And they would say, I don't care. It's very you know true. What I'm we, we, so see it's it, like, we see it all the time. And yeah. so like, I, uh, I, I just, I guess like my question or like my curiosity is like, how do we get people to start to care more? Care. Is that even possible? Man in the mirror. It starts there. Like I'm like, listen to more Michael Jackson. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> that's a, that's a great song. I don't think we can unload all of the, the tentacles with that, but, uh, <laughs> uh, but, but there is a truth to that. Like I'm not that vegan that's announcing it. Right. I'm not that this is, this is what I'm choosing for myself. Cause it aligns with my true North on many levels. Uh, I've practiced it 
it, I'm strong, I'm healthy, I'm vibrant, I, I, it aligns with morals and ethics and all of that stuff, but I'm not going to beat anyone over. All of my friends, are they vegan? No. Do I work out with all of uh, Are they good friends? Yeah, I, I respect wherever someone's at, whatever they want to do, but what seems to happen when someone's ready, you haven't pushed them, you haven't made an agenda, when they ask a question... That's the opening. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I've been in talks where I know the paleo guy, the CrossFit guy, they're all in the audience. And so I start going, hey, I'm a vegan and you don't have to be. I just want to cut the energy. Yeah. I don't care in that sense to convert you or you or it's not my, I don't want that responsibility. What about, have you ever come across um, a person who's been a vegan for like, let's say three years or so, three like around that time? And then they start eating eggs. Do you resent them for that? <laughs> no. He knows we're talking about someone. <laughs> he knows. That's pretty specific. <laughs> Spencer's not a vegan anymore, man. He eats yeah. eggs. I started having he eggs. He eats eggs, Darren. And the reason I bring it up is because I was a vegan for four months. It might have been actually when I met you. Mm. I was vegan. And Darren, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. With, yeah. the, with the, the amount I was training, mm-hmm. I, I looked sickly and I felt oh. weak and lethargic and I would lose two pounds every day, no matter how much I ate. had the nutritionist, had it all. And uh, I, I, I don't know, maybe, maybe it's being vegan is not for me per se, but it just sucked me of everything. Energy, I'd sleep 12, 13 hours a day. It was just. Well, I mean, it's like saying, you know, I'm a human. Like there's so many different factors. Yeah. What do you eat? You know. What are you eating that maybe the transition of you doing it while you're doing all this intense stuff and your body hasn't converted, mm. it hasn't fully materialized in terms of the microbiological or the enzymatic functions or there's a million reasons. And so when someone says, well, I failed at being vegan, it's like, oh, really? I mean, it, it's so ambiguous, ambiguous <laughs> that it's, it's, it's difficult to – now, listen, I, for me – I have access to a lot of information and a lot of superfoods and all of that stuff. And I, and I'm, I spend time dialing all that in from my point of view, there's no reason there's nothing I get. Mm. There's nothing I need from that. If I need a source of something, I know where I can get it, Mm. you know? Um, so if you say a B12, uh, like eat, unclean lettuce from natural stores. The B12's coming from dirt and the conversion in your gut anyway. So you got to eat dirt. Do you want me to eat dirt? I do want you to eat dirt. I, question, because now, 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 <laughs> now you're making me, I can't be any less clean, trust me. <laughs> now you're making me think, which is good, and I have questions for you. Oh, I like yes. questions. You've done a good amount of research on certain, on superfoods and supplements and all those things. If I hit you with a little laundry list and maybe Logan jumps in, Spencer jumps in, maybe you could tell us what you think right now the best supplement or superfood for each of these problems might oh, be. Oh, shit. Are that, you, are you it's, able to, it's tough. Because, damn it. Well, it's it's tough because unless they let me look under the hood. Of the of the person or the supplement? The the supplement. Okay. Let's, and, like an exam. I'm sure. I was gonna, so I'd, give me an exam. I'd stress first, first and foremost. Say again? Stress. Just oh, just what you can do yeah, for the stress? Yeah. I mean, you look at the adaptogenic plethora that we have. So adaptogenic herbs are incredible for stress. You have chaga mushrooms, king of all mushrooms, right? So helps 
thwart stress. It's been used, uh, you know, by almost every culture from the Vikings to traditional Chinese medicine. You have schizandra, which has been used for over 10,000 years of, uh, by traditional Chinese medicine. Um, you have uh, ashwagandha, astragalus, reishi. All of these things are in this adaptogenic herb. And what does that mean? It means that these plants, and this is a cool thing that goes on with us and plants, is that those plants are under stress. They're in a situation maybe schizandra uh, or rhodiola. Like rhodiola, I was at 17,000 feet with a Tibetan guy jumping up on, on this mountain, white-capped. Everyone else that was with us couldn't make it. I, I couple that with not only taking this, the, the adaptogenic herbs, but also doing a lot of breath work. Mm. And so when we found the rhodiola way up there, it's under all of this stress. And those compounds... Um, actually, when we consume them, actually support us in the stress that we're under. Wow. So, so adaptogens are plants that are beaten up in its environment, creating these compounds so that they survive and thrive in the areas that they come from. And we consume them and we get those benefits. So, so the, there's a huge laundry list, list of, them, yeah. of adaptogenic herbs that I think, you know, the mushroom blend and, and, and there's a great there's many great companies out there. Um, Four Sigmatic, I know Taro yeah. really well. Um, and there's a bunch of others, but um, doing sustainable harvesting and things like that. So there's a lot of incredible adaptogenic herbs you can take. They taste good, they work well, and they're just over a long period of time. They're helping us with our kind of modern day stressors all the time. Okay. So he, awesome answer. Took a lot of notes on that. So Logan has been trying to make me uh, or has tr been trying to push me off the show onto Pornhub. Right. And so I was he wants me to kickstart my porn career. I right? just think he'd be good at it. 30, I, wow. I know he would thir be. Thir 34 years old. I, I think I'd, I'd do pretty good. But say I wanted to be, say I wanted to beat out the Mandingos of the world, the Johnny Sins. Like I wanted to get in that arena and just fuck my life away. What am I taking? Taking a turn. We're taking a yeah, turn. Yeah, man. Uh, it's impulsive. Well, listen, overall health. Um, if you have erectile dysfunction of any kind, it comes down to overall health. So you have to look at the pillars of health. Does and that also apply to like a, a low level of libido? Yeah. My libido is low. What does really? it mean? Yeah. Well, then I think because I'm on the grind. Maybe you're eating too much meat, bro. Hey. Oh, hey. the oh. beef chief. Meatcock. Um, the beef. Hey, you got a good old fashioned meat Hold on. Meatcock. <laughs> Spencer's talked about vegan dick. He says he's got a I vegan did. girthy I was dick. They, they, were, they were laughing. They thought it was fake. I was like, yo, ever since going vegan, my libido's up, baby. Yeah. We out here. <laughs> we out here. Spencer I'm the beef chief. Yeah. <laughs> well, what else besides so, meat? So there's some great herbs. I mean, there's literally a, an herb called horny goat weed. Yep. That's it's amazing. Ve very, very effective for that. There's a one that's been tested a lot. Imagine you're about to fuck and you're just chewing on, on one the, second. Chewing on the horny goat weed. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, girl. Just one second. I got Beautiful. All right. So there's a horny goat weed. Horny goat weed. Yo, Yohimbi is a great one. Uh, Yohimbi bark is a great one. Uh, what about I? Okay, what about this? What about like actual physical uh, deformations? 
Like if you have one arm, is, is there something? Is that a word? Can, no, here's the example. Do you have a, like a lefty or right? No, my, <laughs> like what's my, happening? My, my dad, this is my dad's leg. Got good old varicose veins. Oh, yeah, and he's eaten a lot of meat his whole life. Mm-hmm. And um, he actually had a heart attack, uh, I think two, three years ago, called the Widowmaker. There's mm-hmm. a 5% chance of survival. This man's got in the car and fucking drove himself to the hospital Running red lights. He's on the phone with the ambulance. They're like, you need to pull over. He's like, I think I'm going to die if I pull over. <laughs> Running red lights. Dropped himself off at the hospital. 5% chance of survival. He lived. Um, Dad, I fucking love you. Thank God mm. I didn't get the phone call that went the complete opposite direction. But then Damn. he got then he got this recently, varicose veins. And I had always attributed s- sort of secretly, I don't know if you know this, Dad, the heart attack to the level of meat consumption. And I was wondering if this is it too. Directly correlated. Uh, yeah. Um, well, circulatory system. The whole circulatory, it's like, you know, oil going through the veins. I mean, what, what are the veins choices if you have sludge, cholesterol, yeah, and oil going through the veins. What 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 are the choices? You have to open up the road, right? So you know you're looking at that kind of situation. Think about the heart. Yeah. You know, it's all coming through yeah. there. If, yeah. he, if he doesn't do something drastic, I, I mean, I, th- I think he did. I think he did. Um, this is just years and years of like compound. Yeah, typical meat consumption. Which, by the way. Paid for a surgery. Look at this. Look at this clean calf. Wow. Hey, congratulations, oh, congratulations hey, Greg. Hey, what? I didn't know this. Hey, he, job, he got man. it cleaned up. He got it cleaned up. And so he's, he's good to go now. Good but looking leg, GP. Hey, Dad, maybe consider going vegan. Look at those calves, man. Oh, yeah, he's got some another calves. He's got, he used to see my, should see my brother's calves, Yeah, he's too. got Jake Paul he's in, calves. Yeah, he's in the calf club. That dude's got some <laughs> fucking ham hocks. <laughs> anyway. So, so do you think a lot of uh, more, maybe this question's for Logan. Do you think- hey. Eating meat is something that comes from like ego, like wanting, like not letting meat go and becoming plant based. Does is, that kind of like attack your manhood? Like this? Uh, no, no, <clears throat> <laughs> nah, man. Because I like I went vegan. I I don't. I'm not super keen on like. I need my manhood. I need my <clears throat> meat. Like I did it for four months, and then <laughs> in January I did it again for a month, and like both times it drastically negatively affected my life like so physically for me i i need some sort of animal based protein historically i mean i gotta play devil's advocate with that and hang out on that team for one i would never do this but i want to because a lot of times spencer uh said that maybe it was just you hadn't given your body enough time to like adjust to it or maybe like there was one other key compound that was missing in your day-to-day i mean i hate to say it but it, it is possible, you know. I mean, maybe but just no, did, yes, did you but do also, nutritional testing? Did you yeah, do everything? Everything, yeah. everything, turned, doctor, everything was fine. Yeah. And what was the result of when you were feeling in the dumps? What what showed up? Like no, what, nothing. Everything was fine. It, like so. Uh, so they my, tested before and after. Yeah, and then after. There was no markers that they could say, well, that's why you're feeling Correct. that way. There was no iron deficiency. Like a, the typical, I've heard it. Sometimes you, people go vegan, they're low in iron or um, maybe sometimes protein. B12, but yeah, so, yeah. so I, I, I didn't have that, which was yeah. also interesting to me because I'm. My, I, you know, I, if, you, if you're up for it. Oh, no. Oh, shit. If, you, if you're up for it. Don't do it to uh, me. Uh, no, I'm just saying, like, listen, <laughs> I'm, like a, listen I, I'm an athlete. And I started with that in mind. And when I was doing all the research, I was like, oh, the body recycles proteins. It doesn't want to get rid of amino acids. It reuptakes them. Okay, no one's told me that before. That's what I'm seeing. Um, And 
let me just put this whole protein thing to the test. Mm. And so when I stopped eating, and the last was fish, I stopped eating totally, and then I increased my activity by two times. And I felt I was recovering faster in spite of it all. So what I would say to you is, with your nutritionist, let's, let's load you up. Let's load you up with some really great, powerful superfoods yep. and normal foods and do it for a week I'm, a I'm, day. I'm down. I want, then, I want to wait till after this next fight. Cause I do, I yeah. do want to try it again and give it like, like third yeah, times don't charm. experiment when but, you're having yeah. a thing going on, yeah, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. what he also did last time. And so he was in this heaviest training, yeah. you know, portion of his, uh, life, fight, his life. life yeah. You yeah. have some superfoods here today. Don't he you? did. He discovered oh. this thing. He discovered the Baruka nut. Is that what it's called? Baruka's. Yeah. Yeah. Th- this is a big deal. Um, these Baruka nuts and you, we came over your house that time and you, you gave us some and the, the way they're harvested is incredibly interesting. Can you talk about before we get into the nut itself, how you found and how you retrieve the actual nut? Yeah, thank you. It's it's this was a, a an incredible uh, situation where I was I was in the Brazilian Amazon looking at palm fruits and everything else. And the Brazilian reached out to me and said, hey, I saw this is a good side of social media. Right. Okay. So he said, hey. I saw you're in Brazil. Do you know of? You can't eat just one, can you? No, like it's a, a lace potato too. Um, is this your first time having them? Yeah. Oh, these are great. <laughs> I love it. I love it when someone's the first time because look at you can't make that up. These look at incredible. the face. It's like it's the cross so between good, a peanut and a, a what you said. It's like right a, almond or yeah, whatever, yeah. and with without the allergens of a peanut. So oh, Daisy Keats can eat them. Your girlfriend. There you go, Daisy Keach. Your girlfriend. Daisy she can. Keach, she can try. Well, she's not my girlfriend. Oh, yeah. She's a good friend. <laughs> no, I'm your girlfriend. Yeah. So no, anyway, not really though. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, he told me about these nuts, and um, uh, I started looking at the research. I was blown away because the nutritional value blew away every nut, almost almost in every category, and I can get into that a little bit. And then he sent me the samples, and then I'm experiencing exactly what you guys are experiencing. Like, wow, there are these so good. It's so good. It's nuts, man. Because usually, when you when you have a high nutrient value food, it's like, eh, it doesn't taste that great. But these is complete opposite. Now, how you get these is That's this. A- this is an actual, real, wild food. This does not come from farmers. This does not come from pesticides or herbicides or or artificial water Mm -hmm. this comes from the sahadu and the sahadu the savannah of brazil is the size of three states of texas it's huge so this tree the barozeta tree which grows these nuts comes just like that there's there's the fruit layer on the outside and that's what this is so we've added the fruit from the outside of these nuts in the trail mix in the trail but but the fruit but the fruit is rock hard Right. Well, so the fruit, it's a little tender mm. and then we shaved it and then we dehydrated. But but the shell itself is hard as that, not. OK, that's the hard, hard part. OK. So in the wild, indigenously, they'd smack it with a, a rock or the machete. And this is how they were extracting Holy shit, them. dude. <laughs> the trail mix is great. So wait, you just got a bunch of people Incredible. smashing these. These like little rock type things, and the nut comes out of the center. Yeah. So how do you mass produce that to put them in a nice 
packaging that is recyclable. Exactly. Be, before you mention that, I hate to do this to you guys, but I got to go to the airport. I'm going to miss my flight. Yeah, airport, what the fuck what are you talking time, about? What time is your flight? 3.40. What I'm flight? screwed. Wait, what are you doing? What are you doing? Bro, Florida. What airport? LAX. Are you uh, out of your fucking mind? You are not going to make that, guy. Oh, no. What did you say? 3.40? I'm already checked in. I'd get there at 3.20. Are you checking bags? No. Oh. But also, quick question: I I what, what, it, what, what will happen? We got another podcast. What do you mean, me and Logan? It got rescheduled. Nobody likes me and Logan. <laughs> I hate to do this. <laughs> I just hate to do it. By the way, I I think you're gonna miss your flight. I said go for it, but my prediction: I think you're gonna miss. No. So we'll update you on the next podcast. Should, I'll tell you. Should I stay? Here's some no, no. Here's some positive vibes. Go get that flight. Right. Fuck, wait. Hey man. Right now, Love you, man. Good. Great to you. see you. Yeah. <sighs> It is an hour away. You right. will arrive at the airport at 320. And you, you have 20 run. minutes to board your to check through security and board right your flight. You will have nice. Take you it. will have five minutes to exit your Uber, go through security, and get get to your gate. Sky you will priority. literally have five minutes. Sky priority. Go. I'm not kidding. Yep. You gonna do it? Yeah, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> what guy? That's the power of the vegan mindset right there. There I don't go. understand what went wrong. How'd you end up just sitting here when you had a flight to go to? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you got... He just... Yo, by the way, Dylan just threw a McDouble at me. I mean, way to just counteract everything Darren's talked about this whole time. I'd ordered this, fuck-ass. jokingly, because right. I wanted to, like, halfway through just start eating it. But now you, you've had an effect on me, a profound <laughs> effect. No, Dylan, do I'm not going to do it, okay? But what I will do is I will... Ask you, what's oh. in that fucking thing? Oh, God, I have no idea. And what's it going to do to me if I eat it? Well, you've got white enriched bread. Yep. So completely acidic. And uh, the, the yeast that they use in this is fast acting yeast. So it doesn't allow the gluten and the grains to convert. So that's what leads to a lot of just gross. I cut out, I cut um, out fast food when I was 14 in my life. It's pretty, I have it every now and then. Maybe, I mean, look at that. Seriously, yeah. consciously just look at that. How in God's name could that even be good for you in any way? <laughs> Other than the only thing that it's actually doing is fulfilling a volume thing for your stomach. And so you get satisfied by the volume that's in your stomach. That's the only satisfaction. And plus, yeah, you get five seconds of a taste. Now you have to deal with the choices you made. You have to deal with the carcinogenic meat that's on there. Then and CNN and all of these guys come back with more and more studies that are proving that 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 hot dogs and 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 all of these kinds of fast uh, food meats are absolutely class one carcinogenic. So consciously eating that, going, I'm signing up for the from this point on for cancer, for degenerative disease, for uh, mood, uh, a, a mood uh, dehancer, Decreaser, right? Yeah. And so, you know, uh, you know, for me, and the nutrient value that you're getting is nothing. So it's safe to say that's horrible for you, and it's also very safe to say. McDonald's is not going to be sponsoring an impulsive episode. I would, Any, wouldn't, soon. wouldn't let them. I've, that's uh, true. I've had fast that's, fast food sponsors reach out to me for the past four years. We'll never do a deal with any sort of fast. food I was company. on the phone. I uh, cannot. I cannot. I uh, n- will never understand the celebrity who does a commercial for Wendy's 
or McDonald's or Burger King and like gladly sticks their face next to poison. Yeah. What the fuck, dude? I was in the car with him the first time I ever heard a conversation like this, way when we first met. Actually, I think it was when we were in Park City. And manager Jeff had a $75,000 Wendy's ad for Logan, 30 seconds. And and I'm sitting there and I'm like, $75,000 for 30 seconds? Mm. Who gives a fuck, dude? Get Get that bag. And he's like, I won't do it. He's like, I won't do it. I don't care how much it is. I'm not going to promote poison to my fans. Won't do it. Beautiful. Won't do it. Beautiful. Fuck you! (laughs) (laughs) Poison. Beautiful. Oh, look, man, you wrote that book. Yep. It's called Super Life. Super Life, man. And and that is uh, living the greatest expression of life possible. Super Life, the five forces that will make you healthy, fit, and eternally awesome. Just like in layman's terms, real short synopsis. Can you say what the five forces are? Well, so it's we talked a little bit about alkalinization. That's a part of uh, it, right? We talked about detoxification. So naturally, when you eat well and drink good water and all that stuff, your body has a better chance of detoxing itself. Then nutrition itself mm. as a general principle, mm. understanding that whole healthy foods are required and necessary for, for optimal health. And then water, which we didn't quite unpack totally, but water is not just water. Uh, there's an energy to water. Uh, absolutely. There's a frequency to water. There's a, a conductive capacity to water. There's a pH to water. There's total dissolved solids. Let me say this. Drinking water changed my life. You drink so much. Y'all, y'all, Logan, you know, I always have this on the set. Literally every single episode, minus one. I was pissed. But um, three gallons a day, which is is actually right, like it's almost too much. Uh, but let's say two to three gallons a day. Otherwise, like I'm on the cusp of dr- actually drowning myself. Um, water fills me up. So I'm not eating as much. So I'm not eating sh- bullshit that I don't need because I'm hungry. It fills my stomach up. It's good for my skin. It helps me sleep. It gets my day started properly. It gets my uh, metabolism going. Mm-hmm. Drink more water. Immediate action item to make your life better. Gives Absolutely. you energy. Yeah. It's water's water, dude. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Well, and and then it's then then the next step is quality quality of that water, making sure that you're stripping the water of the pesticides and herbicides. So you get the water filtration system. That's again, fatal convenience, right? So you're turning on the tap and water comes out and everyone thinks cool, but there's pharmaceutical drugs in that water. There's PCBs in that water. There's fluoride in that water. LA tap water is, uh, is, is literal, literal poison. Is it, is it that poison? So so I'm from New York originally. We actually have some of the best tap water. I heard it was good. When I go to in, New York, the, I drink the, the tap. Country, yeah. I still wouldn't drink the right, tap. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're, you're also dealing with the energy of where it came from. So, you know, water never rolls in a straight line. It's vortating, right? So it's receiving energy from the earth and receiving uh, ultraviolet energy from the sun. And it's structuring the water. So you, there's a structure to water. There's an energy vibration structure to water as well as the electrolytes that allow it to actually be cellularly receptive you may have lost me what is so, so andre knows this he knows this uh spencer knows this whenever we start talking about shadow frequencies um yeah. earth 
what was some of the other things last night? Uh, you kept saying shaka shaka maka laka. No, no, no. That was just me being an asshole. <laughs> but uh, Logan went to hang out with some girls at at the mothership last night. Mm. That's where they live. The mothership. That's where I just start to. I got well, like, this water. I can't drink this water. It's got poor shadow frequencies to it. Well, yes. Yeah, see, so so for me. You're you're disgusting. Uh, what? what? I'll have well, you. Why would you say that? Why? No, no, no. Too early. <laughs> what? What did I say? Shadow frequencies. How dare you? I don't even know what shadow How, frequencies I'll mean. I'll tell you what but. it means. It's like when a shadow's frequency is like doing. What are we saying? <laughs> like a negative energy of something. Yeah, who the fuck knows. Yeah. But that's what I'm getting at. Like for, and I I think. This is one of the reasons why well, I'll say it like this. I urge people that have so much insight like you and so much good storytelling mm-hmm. to be cautious with the messaging yep. based on the audience they're delivering it to. Beautiful. And I'm sure you are. Let's I, unpack it then. So Love like, that note. Hey, actually, the girl that you referenced, yeah. she goes, so like, you know, how are you going to bring value to my life? And I told her that. I said, you want to spread a good message? I'm going to teach you how to teach it to people and talk and so they will listen and absorb because sometimes it does come across like you're the like, filter like so like fairy, so let's put it this right, way right, if right. you're if i bring you 20 p it's 20 of me me and 20 of my friends come from the uh club and we come to our house for the after party i'm gonna be like yo dan hit them with the 10 percent message you know what i'm saying like just get them like hey yeah. you guys should be drinking some more water you totally. guys should be if i come from a ted talk yo dan Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, don't. I like, agree. Do you know what I'm saying? 100%. Because like, as soon as I meet this girl at the mothership, and instead of telling me like, "Yo, like improve your energy through breathing," she says the shadow frequencies have aligned with the chakalakas in the boom baka takawaka, and your chica bika book. Like, yo, I'm not a fucking totem pole. Why are you talking to me like that? I don't know what you're saying. So like, I think we have to like. It's almost like taking some kid from kindergarten and then putting them in masters. Sure. Mytholo- Greek mythology. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Look, yeah. Well, the first, be cautious with your messaging. You know, people. listen, when I when I wrote this thing, even about water, I pulled back 80% of the message. And right. the bottom line is we have proven chemicals in our water, right? Strip them, take them out. Yep. Distill it, reverse osmosis. But don't drink that on its own because that's an empty water. The water will seek to pull in electrolytes from your body from within. So add... Himalayan crystal salt to your water. So you have electrolyzed, powerful water, right? So it can be cellularly Mm, receptive. mm. And why Himalayan crystal salt is because it's in a molecular size of electrolytes that can actually are big enough for for your cells to use. It's different than an enhanced water of calcium, magnesium, and potassium, right? These, those are like molecules that are this big trying to get into this microphone. It's the m- molecules are too big. Right. In the form of the crystal salt, they're in its natural state. Add that to get the greatest electrolytes ever. You've cleaned the water. You've stripped it of, of the modern day issues. You add the Himalayan crystal salt, drink away. Is that is our Kangen machine doing the reverse osmosis or is it just? It's hydro- hydronized. Hydronized and so that's so that's starting to structure the water, right? So now, now, no, it's a good start. It's a it's a good it's a good start, but but it's not stripping. (laughs) What is there is there, unless you do something. 
Right. So it depends on what that is. Okay. Because you could filter it, but is it actually the membrane of an RO system or a distillation that doesn't allow those smaller molecules of pharmaceutical drugs to get through? Because when you evaporate, which is distillation, they can't come with. Do you do uh, water system consulting by any chance? Maybe we could bring you in the kitchen after this. Oh, I can set you guys up. <laughs> oh, I, I, I know companies and stuff, but... Um, oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. I mean, it, you'll notice a difference. I mean, again, people don't have to understand or have a degree in water. They just have to understand, listen, that Brita filter is not doing yeah, its yeah, job, yeah, yeah. right? All right, yo, I want to do the uh, go to the audio only. Um, it's like this, but it's actually audio only that you can listen to on Spotify and iTunes, which we're going to do right now with Darren Olean. Where can they find you on social media, man? Uh, Super Life Living, cool. uh, Instagram and everything. Uh, Superlife.com. I'm switching to DarrenOlean.com soon. Okay, um, very cool. Very cool. Yo, thank you for coming on, man. Yeah, for man. real. Absolutely. For real. Thanks for having me. Hey, we freaking love all of you. Thank you for listening. Mike, you did good, man. You did good today. Thanks. Well, that's yeah. why you allowed me to talk, man. Yeah, Thanks, man. Bro. Good job. All right, guys. Superfood Life Living is Spotify, iTunes. We'll see you soon there. Peace. Superfood life yeah. living. I don't yeah, know. Right. Nah, that's fine. Don't, I don't worry know what about the that. fuck I just said. I, I, well, because I didn't mean to say that. I meant to say go to Spotify and iTunes right now and go get out with superfood life living. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Sometimes this show just gets me wonky, especially after I spar. Oh, yeah. Because um, nor normally we have another section called Facts with Spencer. But uh, by the way, I don't think he's going to make his flight. No, he's not. I have no idea. I don't think he's going to. What uh, flight, Impossible. Where was he go? he's, he's going? He's to going to Florida. He's like, man, I'm not going to be here for the second podcast. I go, where are you going, man? He's like, Florida. I go, okay. What the fuck is good, <laughs> Anyway, Spencer? listen, man. I'm just going to cut right into the shit, Darren. Have you ever eaten a poisonous food by accident trying to find a non-poisonous food? Uh, yes. I, I had a, uh, a poisonous um, cashew a nut uh, that I didn't. I was eating cashew fruit. Um, maybe not your question, but I was eating cashew fruit okay. in the jungles of the Yucatan, and the fruit of a cashew is delicious. Yep. And I started breaking up that, breaking open the actual nut. And what I didn't know at the time was there's a resin around the cashew nut, and I ate it. And then about five minutes later, my lips were going numb. Oh, no. And I was oh, like, no. and I talked to my friends, and I ate a lot more of them. I go, you guys, the lips numb? <laughs> and and they said, yeah, I think so. Oh, and then no. about 30 minutes later, I'm like, you guys' lips still numb and tingling? Yeah. But was that the extent of, like, your face didn't turn red? No, or you and then I kept, and then my lips started swelling up. Okay. And then later that day, the whole layer of my lips started peeling off. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah. So what is that usually washed off? Yeah, it's washed oh, off oh, and, and taken off. Oh, and, no. And then I looked later. They used to use that as natural Novocaine in the indigenous. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, was is that like the thing? Uh, is it true? I mean, I'm sure you've traveled enough, especially in like the Amazonian type jungle places, where they do blow darts, and the tip of the dart is laced in some sort of uh, poison Cashew that resin. can that can knock you out. It sticks in your neck, right, and if you pass out in a second, is like, is that true? You die. <laughs> well, is that is that just in the movies or people really? Oh no, no, no. There's still. Poison darts? Oh yeah, for sure. It's there, usually, that's, was, that's, there, was there ever a scary adventure like that where you came across some some wild shit happening? Um, not 
not f- darts flying over my head. What about but, fight, fighting off some sort of poisonous tree frog? Like, but, or uh, North Sentinelese people. Shooting bows at you. It's, it's usually the, the... But also arrows. It's usually the, poli- the police in a far-off land. Really? They're pulling you over. Yeah, it's like there's been a few situations where, you know, they're pulling... They see us and we stick out and they pull us over and there's no reason to. And then we have to just give hey, them some money. Yeah. And, Oh man! Um, you know, there's that Shake kind down. of thing that that yeah. happens, but um, you know, luckily I haven't um, gotten. To, I mean, w- getting bit by wild dogs and, and stuff like that. Whoa. That that you know, in the jungle, and then you don't know being bit by. Um, I almost got bit by a, um, uh, a bullet ant, and that's literally these guys. Be- the guys that are being bit literally it feels like a bullet whoa it's wow. so painful and, and the and the and the 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 ant is huge a species of ant commonly known as the bullet ant named for its extremely potent sting <laughs> do you know there's this guy <laughs> so on youtube who uh, his name is his name is coyote peterson and he does this he he purposely will get bit by these insects he has a video stung by a bullet ant 42 million views and I, and I watch all of them and because the production quality is so high we're not on visual visual you haven't right seen now this, but, have you oh yeah i've seen this i i got i binge watched oh, all of them one day this ant is like like oh like three inches yeah it's huge and so i think i think he already got bit by it but yeah oh. he's swelling up he starts sweating and i mean big balls on this guy but you got bit by a bullet ant, you say? No, I almost okay, did. Okay. The, 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 okay. We were walking on a trail and the guy, you know, right by it. Luckily, one of the indigenous people was just in front of us and yeah. we were just about to hit it. And I have this weird, uh, I've been manifesting this. I want to fight a, a, a mountain lion. I want to square off with a mountain lion. Well, come to my property. I've are they everywhere? Three. How, are they, how big though? Because like I want to, I want an adolescent one, not, not a big boy. I've had a female that's... Maybe a hundred and thirty pounds. A uh, little, little too big for my. Ah! And the ma- and the male was two hundred. Okay, yeah, no chance, no chance. He'd rip my face off. We need like a fifty pounder. Dude. <laughs> no, not. I'd go, I'd go eighty to hundred. That's the size of the one that the guy and, killed. And the yes. reason you want to do that is, um, I, I, I think tattoos are cool. I think a fucking giant claw scratch across my chest is cooler. He's wanted this for a long time. It's a big, it's a whole big thing. Caref- huh? Careful what you ask for. Yeah. No, seriously. Like I like please to the mountain lion listening to this, don't be fatal with your cl- scratch, but what if you can give me a nice one just like I have these stretch marks on my armpit. Like start there. And they're kind of cool. Start there, cover start them up, there. go across. Why don't you just get a tattoo? I did and it, I I accidentally got a, a Pokémon next to my penis. Like something went wrong. Mm. I something Her. went wrong. <laughs> Uh yeah. Look, hey, man, what? You had a friend there trying to talk you out of it. It was you, right? Yeah. yeah. Oat milk, almond milk, coconut milk. What am I doing? What am I doing and why? Dairy? Dairy milk? Whole milk? Not dairy. Uh, I'm not a dairy guy. Pasteurized. What should I be like drinking? Mucus of another being? Probably not a good idea. Uh, when you say it like that. God dang it. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, coconut milk's fantastic. Uh, what about oat milk? Because oat milk's kind of new on the thing. scene here in Los Angeles. By the way, shout out to the oat milk um marketing team absolutely your incredible. ads are incredible i've been seeing them on the benches all over the all over los angeles um this what it, it it's literally just uh, black writing on a white background and says we hope you like this 
ad from oat milk because it's going to be here for the next six to eight weeks or some shit. Like, it just, just so calls funny. it as it is. <laughs> so they're amazing. I mean, oat milk on a, you know, when you scale something, you just got to go, what else are they adding mm-hmm. to it? Uh, carrageenans and other thickeners. Uh, it's a little, t- it's a little too good. If I'm, if I'm being honest, like oat milk's really good. And my rule when I was vegan was if it tastes good, it's not good for you. Or it's not. Well, vegan. Or it's <laughs> a- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, food on its on its own, I believe, is the best, right? So if you can, I mean, if you ever eat a date or a, a, a ripe fruit, I mean, why would you need yeah, to create candy? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's dates are the great. best ever. So fruit. fruit, you got to be careful with, though. It's pretty pretty sugar stuff, yeah? Yeah, Tom Brady cut out fruit. It's, it's part of his crazy diet, which I found interesting. And then so I sort of kind of don't eat that much fruit anymore. Probably the right I, I the like right watermelon. Fruits, right? I like watermelon. Watermelon super high sugar, isn't it? Well, or is it not? not too bad, but no. incredibly electrolyzing and, and hydrating. You yeah. know, and, and you look at like blueberries, for example. Yeah. Like another project I'm in doing a bunch of stem cell stuff with some top researchers. We we found we know that by eating a cup of preferably wild blueberries, even can be frozen, a cup of blueberries increases your totipotent stem cells, and I can tell you what those are by six times over a month so if you eat a cup of blueberries every day for a month it increases your greatest healing potential stem cell by six times wow just like just a single cup of blueberries this seems like the secret to life let's do that right i would i don't love blueberries but i would eat them in some yogurt every single day oh yeah here's but a cup is a lot a cup's a lot a lot yeah, yeah, for sure. No, for that's, sure. Yeah, that's, no, no, that's, that's a, cup, that a traditional yeah, cup, like yeah, a cup, cup, a measuring cup. Yeah. So the other side of it, there's some healthy lifestyle stuff with that too because if you drink caffeine or take in caffeine and or alcohol, it kills those same oh, totipotent stem cells. Mm. So there's lifestyle factors involved in that too. But if that's you cut tough. those things out. There are some positives on the caffeine side though too, right? Well, all, of course. You but, can look but, at it. But if you don't yeah. look at it from from the bigger picture, then you can be – so think about it. So if they know that these totipotent stem cells are the grandfather of all cells, can turn themselves into any tissue or any organ. Right, so take that in for a second. They're natural within us. They go down over time. If we take in our the blueberries, it increases them. But now, if we consume caffeine, but hey, caffeine—it's got all these other things. Good for the brain. There's some antioxidants, all of that stuff. Well, but it's killing the very thing that can regenerate your body better than almost anything else. Mm -hmm. So it's all the context of how you have to look at these things. You know, so, so on the one hand, sure, you can, you can Google search anything and find reasons and justification, justifications for everything. So it's just a matter of the expertise at which you're looking at. There you have it, folks. Wow. You listen to Darren Olean, you're going to live forever. <laughs> Thank you, bro. We got another podcast in like 19 minutes. I need some coffee. No. <laughs> what? Some blueberries. Some blueberries. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you again, Darren. Thanks, guys. For real. Bye, guys. We love you. Peace. On holiday, there's nothing like doing nothing. As an Expedia member, you can save up to 30% when you add a hotel to your flight so you can go out there with great ambition to do absolutely nothing for less. Expedia. 
Made to travel. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply.